Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. afternoon good evening ladies and gentlemen degenerates and gamblers far and wide welcome in to episode number 135 of the talking the line podcast on this absolutely beautiful wednesday of bets also known here around ttl sports media as wise words wednesday we'll talk about that later on in the show but also known as so you don't have to check your calendar september 29th 2021 all that being said before we get into another loaded week for look ahead gambling preview i know you saw the title i know you're geared up i know you're ready to cash gridiron tickets again with the crew before we do all of that please take a few moments to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the talking the line podcast on hey if you are watching on youtube might as well go ahead and hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional ttl crew content dropping like that aforementioned wise words podcast but if you are listening on your favorite podcast directory you can hit that subscribe button there as well if you haven't already as we do release the audio of every live show after it is complete and we also do have the wise words podcast third plug on today's show already on the major podcast directories as well next item up on the docket hey you could be so kind you can find it in your heart you got a couple extra seconds to do so hit that like button leave us a comment leave us a rating jump over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live hit that share button send it on over to your friends brothers uncles sisters neighbors enemies we don't care the ttl crew is for all the first time better to the daily degenerate and we can't tell you how much we appreciate it when you do and it only helps us make ttl sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you last certainly not least Head back on over to this episode's description after you finish all that jazz, like and subscribe, and all everything in between, and stop by the Talking the Line link tree. First link you are going to see in this episode's description, you will find one convenient location, TalkingTheLine.com website, all of the TTL crews, social platforms, and our additional content, so you can consume all of that however and whenever you please. Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people joining us on episode 135 in case you already forgot. Hey, I'm your humble host, Colton, Colt 45 Soroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by, hang out with me and my partner, get some insights, analysis, talk some shit, have some fun, and get the good vibes rolling on Wednesday. But before we do all of that, I have neglected to bring in the second half of the TTL Sports Media crew. I've said a lot of crew, I've said a lot of us, I've said a lot of we, but I have yet to have the man that sits to my left every day on the TTL pod. 
enter into said pod. The co-host of this show, also the co-host now for the fourth plug of the day of the Wise Words podcast, my friends. Let me bring him on in. You know him as the man, the myth, and the degenerate gambling legend. And oh, 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 let's not forget the TTL resident cheese head himself, Mr. Riley Armags Magnuson. Partner. How you doing over there today, pal? My man, no complaints as always. It is week four preview Wednesday, wise words Wednesday. Good Wednesday to be alive for the TTL crew. Ooh. And I cannot wait to dive into hey. these lines because we've already got some opinions, but I'm ready to talk through a few things and maybe uh, push me over uh, over the edge on a certain side. Or maybe you can pull me back, uh, you know, from, uh, you know, the, the ledge that I'm hanging off of on some of these that I'm uh, interested in. But hey. It's a good, a good Wednesday to be live here for the crew. Hey, and uh, vice versa over here, pal. We're a uh, beautiful Wednesday to be alive. The rest is up to you. You know what I tweet every single morning. No question about it. Sometimes it's a spectacular day. Sometimes it's a terrific day. Sometimes it's a beautiful day. Sometimes you're just going to have to see what day it is. But it is always a beautiful day to be alive. Yes, sir. The rest is up to you, my friends. Hey, you said it, man. And uh, Juan, welcome back, my friend. See you in the live chat. Welcome back in. Always great to see you, my guy. That all being said, we got another loaded show for you guys here today. Holy shit. Okay, we talked about a little bit off of the show here. Okay. A little bit back and forth. Sure. And we got some differing opinions. You did say, hey, maybe you can get me to come on over to your side. Maybe you can talk me off the ledge. I'm kind of dangling here by a thread. I kind of feel the same way on a lot of games. So sure. as always, we'll be breaking down every week for game. We will go through each one. We'll talk about it kind of overall and in general, mm -hmm. give our overall outlooks, uh, kind of segue from how we had the recap, the week three recap yesterday. Then we will dive into the overall gambling value for each matchup as well. Sure. If we've uh, early locked anything in, if we're going to be avoiding it altogether, or if we still have too many damn question marks to tell you which way we're going to be siding. But I can tell you, I have already locked six plays in for this upcoming weekend of action. Call me crazy. Call me wild. Uh, I will definitely have more analysis on Friday's show. I won't give away all the trade sure. secrets, but I will tell you some of the value I have uh, locked in. And if you trust me that much, I hope you do. You know it's hashtag cash with Colt. Maybe you lock them in as well. That all being said, outside of that, partner, before I go any further, let's not, uh, let's not hesitate or delay here, my guy. Most definitely. To you. To me. And to all you beautiful people drinking that black elixir of the gods on this gorgeous Wednesday, take your sip and let's get on with this damn thing. Oh! And they wonder why I got pothead on the damn cup. Yeah, man. You know. This is just... It, oh, hook it into my veins, Max. Hook it into my veins. I feel like uh, you could probably make that happen if you really wanted to. I feel like I could. I don't know how healthy that would be. Though. Man, yeah. yeah. You know, be a little something weird of replacing blood with caffeine, straight caffeine. But hey, maybe black straight elixir caffeine, of the gods. I don't know what happened. Straight caffeine, homie. I love that. <laughs> All that <laughs> being said, you know the drill. You know what time it is. It's a Wednesday show. It's time to get into it, my friends. Let's have a day here. Without further ado, let's get into the week four preview. Some bitch, I'm a poet and I didn't even hey, know hey. it. I'm out here Let's just rock. writing rhymes, baby. All right. So no hesitation, no delay, my friends. Maybe just a quick hesitation delay, but now we're back in it, ready to rock and roll. <laughs> hey, oh, little monster energy drink over there. Hey, as oh. uh, I, I, I'm a pretty big fan. I like not the, much uh, of a 10 a.m. Uh, monster energy guy, yeah, but more, more like power two, to you. More like a two, three, sure, sure, two, sure, three sure. o'clock. I like one of them oh, uh, yeah. ultra reds. Oh, yep. just. Yep. Or yep. maybe, hey, 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 I also like those uh, rains. 
Those rain energy drinks. Uh, I was never big uh, Ultra, energy ooh, guy. Ultra CoQ10. Hey, that's delicious and nutritious, if you will. But we ain't talking about <laughs> energy drinks here this morning. We're talking about the damn gambling lights. Quick getting us into rabbit holes for crying out loud. Let's get into the game on tomorrow's slate. Yes, sir. Uh, we will be definitely going much more in depth. Yeah. Partner, before I say anything here, where the fuck are you leaning? What you feeling? What you doing, man? We kind of have already talked about this off the show. Sure. We might make this a props only tomorrow. Possibly. Have you moved anywhere? What do you feel? I I do believe, as at least as far as the spread, I think on the total, I feel like I could probably get talked into something one way or another. I guess that's kind of giving away where I'm leaning. As far yeah. as the clean, stay away because everything tomorrow, but also everything the first couple of weeks, first three weeks, has told you to take the Jags plus seven and a half, or at least in certain spots. And once again, I told you they are plus seven and a half next week as well. And go ahead, say it. The Jags gone Jags. Yes, sir. So for that reason, I do believe I will be staying away because Trademark. if we back the Bengals, that'll be the one night that the Jaguars fly through the back door at the last second and then find a way to cover and if we back the Jags, they're going to do some crazy shit like last week, make a play that makes us think, hey, the Jags, they, that's, that's the play. They're that's back. the play we need to cover. And then they find a way to lose by 12 points. So get me out of the spread on that one. I will happily be rooting for Joe Burrow, who I am a fan of, from a uh, from a side perspective, and I don't want any sweat on that spread whatsoever. I'll say it right now. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of right there with you, my we'll man. We'll have some value, but. We'll have some value, and you know what? I love the under at this, too. I mean, at 46 and a half, 45 and a half, fuck. I mean, it's already dropped from 47. Yeah. How can I not play the under? But, boys, I got to tell you, boys and girls, I got to tell you, I just don't think I can get burned on another primetime over. No. I just, I can't do it. They're 8-1, and one and they should not be fucking 8-1. I'm kind of talking myself in the over on this that's one tomorrow. That's what I'm saying, you know. And not for it, any of those reasons, yeah. either. And we'll talk about it more in depth from a gambling perspective on tomorrow's show yep. and the actual value we found. But... As far as an overall outlook, I don't know how you call this game, man. No. I don't know if, okay, week four, Urban, are we awake? T-Law, are we awake? Are we finally going to start using James Robinson in the capacity hashtag Rollbirds that he needs to be used in? Are we just going to keep spinning the fucking wheels like we're a college team? Are we going to Are we gonna keep and making excuses? it's on the excuses? road, too. It's, it's like playing Alabama every week. Oh, <laughs> boo fucking who? You're in the NFL now. Let's go, dog. <laughs> yeah, sure, I mean, it, it, it is what it is. So it we is. Could, you know, I'm pretty doggone worried about the Jags, my friend. And, you know, I can't say that I'm over the moon with the Bengals no, now. I like them. I, I was huge on them against the Steelers last yeah, week. Huge. Same. Love that we cashed that plus money Most ticket. Definitely. You know, but outside of that, I still don't know if you can say, damn, I'm going to take the uh, the Bengals at minus seven and a half. It is a very, very risky spread. And we'll talk about it a little bit more um, on tomorrow's yeah. show. But one thing, uh, go right ahead. I want to toss in one key yeah, go final ahead. stat, but go ahead. I mean, the last thing, it's not a stat, so I'm sure it's not the same thing. I, I don't know what to quite expect from this Bengals defense. I mean, they held Pittsburgh down to 10, but, I mean, we were beating, a, beating the drum more so on the Steelers' offense being a dumpster fire yeah. and nothing nothing to do with the Bengals' defense there. No. I mean, they gave up, what, 24 to the Vikings, I think. They lost to your Bears, so. Yeah, they didn't look good. So I, I fully expect the Bengals to win this game, but as far as the 7.5, I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. And uh, this is courtesy of P.J. Walsh at Action Network. Mm. Uh, always love reading this guy's articles. Mm. He finds the early value a lot of where the early tickets yep. and money are at um, at the Action Network. And he wrote yesterday 
that Cincinnati has been favored by seven and a half points just 27 times since 2003, going 12, 14, and one mm-hmm. against that number. And those uh, favorites of seven points or more have underperformed overall, dating back to 03, 530, 569, and 14 against the number. All that being said, You'll have another stat we'll talk about tomorrow that we can do all of that. I don't want to give away all the trade secrets here on the Jackson Bengals, but it's really confusing, man. I don't know which fucking way this thing slides. I don't know what we see from either Uh offense respectively. I really hope that the Jags wake up, and I could see this being a shootout. They cover it, no question mark, but I really thought that last week, especially after a 109-yard field goal (laughs) missed return. To take the lead. To take, to take the, the lead. fucking lead. And I've, got a, I've got a different ATS stat about winless teams, but there's five of them, so I'll save them for a different one here. Absolutely. I love it. So there you go. We'll talk about it much more in depth and actual value, the plays that we are going to have on tomorrow's show when we break down everything Thursday Night Football. Might be a bunch of props, but uh, might be mainly props. You guys will just have to tune into tomorrow's show to find out. Hit that subscribe button, notification bell, so you don't miss it. But let's keep it moving into Sunday's slate. We got to wait through Friday and Saturday. Two more sleeps. Got a good UFC card. Your boy will be dropping down his UFC picks, props, and punts. And maybe Parlay's blog on Saturday. Free plug there as well. But first game when we wake up on Sunday get to 12 p.m. Central Standard Time we will be seeing the Blue Horseshoe Indianapolis Colts make their way to Miami to Hard Rock Stadium to play the Miami Dolphins I'll tell you first things first I've already hammered in the Dolphins minus one and a half as have I I will get much more into the analysis and a lot more of the other reasons as to why I believe this is a good bet from a gambling perspective on Friday's show because it is going to be one of my best bets of the day however from an overall NFL analyst perspective, ay yeah 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 yeah, what the fuck's going on with the Colts, right. boy? Um, we backed them back to back to back to back, um, or back to back to back so far. Yeah, I did say that. What am I saying? Um, I did at least. Uh, did you last what week? Was week? No? Last two weeks, yeah. I'm blanking on what their week one uh, was. Three. It was three, and they lost to the Seahawks. Right. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yep. So, yep. 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 So I backed them, and then I thought, okay, they got the week two. Now they're on the right track. I wasn't really concerned. You heard me beating the drum. I'm not concerned about who's going to be the quarterback. I don't really need to worry about that all too much. But it was a plus five and a half. And yeah, it was a plus five and a half. And I thought they could get in there, and they should have been able to with a minus three turnover margin. What are we? What are we talking about? So I don't know if I can trust the Colts. I know I can't trust the Colts because I've already hammered in the Dolphins. And we'll talk about it more in depth, but that Miami humidity, especially with how Carson Wentz looked, I know he's got an extra week of healing, but he took some shots. Yeah. And he, I mean, he, he was just just straight stick figure in the pocket, man. And, you know, even with an extra week, this Miami defense is nothing to gawk, Thank you. nothing to not gawk at, right. if you will. They are pretty damn badass, and when they send the heat, they send the fucking heat, and I don't know that Carson Wentz can deal with that. I'm glad you said that. That's where I was going to go with it. Compared to what we believe about the Tennessee defense yo, and the lack of yo, the, what the Colts could yo. do against them in Tennessee, now you go to, uh, in a different sense, of what I perceive as a tougher environment to go win at in Miami. So. Right. 
Uh, yeah, we'll save some other thoughts for Friday, but I, for I sure. we're all, we're both on the same side here. Yeah, because this is definitely going to be one of our uh, best bets, yes, probably sir. one of the crew best bets of the weekend. Now, uh, did check it out. I uh, was going to hammer it in hard last night. I saw it at two. I tracked it at two on the action app. Dropped to one and a half this morning. I wanted to see if it was going to do that with some money movement. I saw. Yeah. So I got it at one and a half. We got it locked in. So I suggest you lock it at one and a half too before it goes back to two and a half on Sunday. But moving right along. My friends, next game up on tap. I am staying so far fucking away with this. I'm not going to touch it with a 7,000-foot pole. Houston Texans, ooh, the dumpster fire they be, versus the Beefalo Bills, my friends. The Beefalo Bills are favored by 16.5 points. Sheesh. Bills Mafia, looks like you can get back to breaking tables. You guys are uh, in business, yep. no questions. Yep. In my mind, I uh, faded you last week against the old Washington football team. As Complimentary football, my friend. And uh, boy, oh boy, did uh, we look pretty dumb. Well, sure. we, we look like, hey, maybe they might come back. A little uh, yeah, Gibson 72-yard yeah, yeah, yeah. breaker, a little <laughs> Heineke pulling a Superman, yep. son of a gun. We might be back. And then we back. the Bills just absolutely we hammered back. down. So will I be backing them at 16 and a half? No, sir. Do I trust the Texans to cover 16 and a half? No, sir. No, sir. Davis Mills really, 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 really concerns me. I have no idea what they're doing. Obviously, we are not going to see Deshaun Watson in a Texans no. uniform this year, or they would have pulled him so fast out of inactive list or whatever the hell he's on at this point in time, whatever the 23 pending yeah, cases no. are, whatever anything is, they would have put him in by now with how much of a dumpster fire right. Houston is turning into. I don't think we see Deshaun, to stay on that note just for a second, I don't yeah, think yeah. we see him play anywhere at all this year. Maybe not even in 2022. I don't know. He already said, they, they're they paying me $10 million now. If I'm still here, they're going to pay me $30 million. I'll sit on the bench I mean, for $30 fucking million. I don't things, blame him. And things have just gone completely dark on that. Yeah. So, like, you can't find anything yeah. new, any new developments on that. So, who knows? I mean, knows? it doesn't sound great, but it also, like, yeah, well, we won't get too much into it. I, I, we don't need yeah. to go down yeah, that yeah, rabbit hole. Get off of that fucking shit. But what I am saying is, that I'm not back in the Texans dumpster fire, and neither are you. No, sir, I am not. Uh, favorites of 16 or more since 2003, 23, 25, and 2 ATS. So obviously not profitable. Not uh, you know, Nothing to take aside either way there. Yeah. I personally couldn't see how the Texans could stay within that amount of money, but too many points to back. I agree with you. Next game up on tap, and I'm hoping that I can get you over with a little bit of talking us through this yep. together live on the show. Carolina Panthers going into the star to play the Dallas Cowboys. We saw the Dallas Cowboys absolutely curb stomp the piss out mm -hmm. of the Eagles on Monday Night Football. Absolutely terrific to see that. Told you yesterday what it confirmed in my mind is that just the Eagles are a steaming pile of dumpster fire shit. And uh, yeah. I don't know that they can really, I, I hate to say it like that, but man, I just, I don't know that they can turn anything around that what they're doing. I'm just very, very, very concerned uh, with Sirianni's boys in Philadelphia. Yeah. But nonetheless, we ain't talking about them. We're talking about the Panthers and the Cowboys. I am still not buying the Cowboys, my friends. I don't know what it is. I don't know why, and I apologize. I know we have Cowboys fans out there. I know we have Eagles fans out there, so I might upset you too. But, I, hey, I'm sorry. I'm just being a realist here. There is something burning inside of me that I can't get off of my chest that come Monday, the sky is going to be falling in Dallas. Something is going to happen. This line is too doggone good. And I will tell you guys, I have already hammered in the Panthers plus four and a half. Now, 
I saw some early money. I saw some things coming in. I saw some quote-unquote experts. We'll leave it at that. Say some things about the Dallas absolutely going to murder, quote-unquote, the Carolina Panthers. Uh, thanks for footsie down there, guys. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, all that being <laughs> said, um, I, you know, I see that number, and I, just, I can't buy into that number. I cannot buy into minus five. So here's why I'm thinking. Week one, solid competition, absolutely dominant with the Bucks. even though they battled injury, and then you had to, and then you saw a backdoor, just nice little backdoor cover mm-hmm. for them. Then week two, they go to play the Chargers. If you don't have an, elite, an eligible receiver downfield penalty and an illegal motion penalty, you have two touchdowns, and the Chargers win that game by two touchdowns no question in my mind no question in my mind i'm sorry i if you hate me for saying it i'm sorry that's how it is and then now all of a sudden after being dogs in back-to-back games and only favored by three points the books knew what that game should have been by three points it dropped down to three it lost the fucking hook the eagles just didn't show up we said it yesterday we'd back that game 100 times out of 100 again all that being said i just do not think that all of a sudden you can make the Eagles, a two field goal, or the Cowboys, Panthers. or cow, yeah, yeah, the Cowboys, Sorry, a two field goal favorite. So I will be back in the Panthers plus four and a half. It has also dropped down from five. It opened four and a half on most books, and uh, it might even drop down to three and a half if some of the wise guys start pounding this side. If you are concerned about the Panthers and those injuries, no CMC, now JC Horn out for the year, I get it. I understand. But I do believe that if anybody is a game planner and a half, game planner and a half, and he has proved it time and time again in his career, that's Matt Rule, my friends. And I do believe that he is going to have Chuba Hubbard ready to rock and roll. I know it's big shoes to fill, but I do believe he is going to have plenty of success this upcoming weekend. He had 11 carries for 52 yards. You know, it wasn't that bad. I walk back some of the statements. I look back at some of the film, some of the game tape. He wasn't that bad. And I do believe he can work just fine against the Cowboys. I think this is going to be a solid, solid weekend. Overall, partner, what do you feel? Overall, I I, I love everything you're saying, but I, I'm a, overall, I am just I, I want to sit on the sidelines for this one and enjoy this game with no sweats coming in here because I see everything you're saying. I love what I've seen from the Panthers, but on top of the injuries, I think even uh, even if those injuries didn't happen, I would still be a little a little skeptical. I I just don't know what we're going to see from the Panthers offense on the road continuing on especially without Christian McCaffrey. It Not wasn't good. very pretty against the Texans and I don't hate the pick. I if I had to make a pick it would probably be the Panthers but at the same time I just don't see that their offense can hang with the Cowboys and as much as I love the Carolina it's Panthers like defense ah the- uh, I'm, I'm. I think it's. I think it's a good line as far as it's right about where it should be. I think it's going to come down to, uh, you know, either a three point win for Dallas or, you know, they win by six. I don't know. I'm on the fence. I'm very much on the fence, and I'm uh, probably just going to stay away from this one. Uh, yeah, and I, I totally respect the opinion. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, you know, I put this at a lot, way closer to a field goal game, field goal and a hook. Maybe I just can't sit and watch a four and a half take, it's not fair. take four and a half. It's fair. I mean, I know they lost Christian McCaffrey, but they still have receiving options. Sam Darnold has looked plenty fine. I know he made a few mistakes. They get him. It's still learning in a brand new yeah. offense after only three weeks, and he's looked damn, damn, damn good. 
And just because they lost one guy on defense, two guys on defense, they have plenty of guys to backfill. They're the number one defense in the league for other reasons than one fucking person. Great. It's an 11 personnel sport. Just I'll root what for I'm you. Saying, I'll root it for you, guy. Not saying it won't take some coyons to, to uh, hammer that bad boy in. All that being said, let's keep it moving. Next matchup of the day, my friends. We'll talk about that game more in depth on Friday. Tennessee Titans, New York Jets. Now, I got really no opinions on this one, my friend. I am going to be staying way the far hell away from this one as well. I don't care to put any of my money on either side of that game. What are you feeling, my friend? Yeah, I mean, they're, I, I'm mostly right there with you. I do not think I will be hammering anything in. Oh. They're, they're basically begging you to take the Jets here at the 7.5. I must have made some people mad with my Panthers pick. <laughs> Uh-oh. They're basically begging you to take the plus seven and a half of the Jets. The uh, stat that I was going to lay down, winless teams in uh, week four, so 0-3 teams, 45-31-1 ATS since 2003 in week four. So there's five of those teams, the Jets, the Jags, the Colts, the Giants, and the Lions. So 45-31-1, not bad. I do, if I had to pick out three of these five teams to be the ones that fit into that trend, I think the Jets would be one of my picks because of the difference in the Titans' secondary and defense mm. from what they just faced. Mm -hmm. But having said all of that, I do not have nowhere near any amount of confidence in the Jets to keep this within one score. I can see the Titans' offense absolutely finally laying the hammer down and being a full balanced offense despite their potential receiver injuries. As crazy as that may True. sound, True. they might not be. They might not have either of their top two receivers, but. I still think that offense is going to be fine. So I will sit on the sidelines once once again. They're going to keep they're going to keep wanting you to take the Jets. They're going to keep doing seven and a half, ten and a half, these types of spreads where they're begging you to take the Jets. And then uh, not quite as much as the Jags going to Jag, but the Jets are pretty damn close into that same category. Yeah, I would say so. They don't have an official uh, TTL quote title. unquote title i suppose <laughs> but uh yeah it's about as close as you can get i just don't know that i can feel comfortable uh back in the titans with one of the final things you said potentially going definitely missing aj brown but now potentially missing julio too sure. so something you got to think about there next game up the cleveland brownies versus the minnesota oh. vikings uh my friends minnesota vikings the minnesota vikings i don't know what that was but... no that was my uh, uh lizzo song new man on the minnesota vikings oh all right all right <laughs> i feel where you're at here we go keep it moving how you doing i have already hammered in the minnesota vikings plus two and a half as have i i'm not afraid of it at all um you know i think this is another overreaction i put this line closer to three and a half in favor of the Vikings, maybe even two, maybe I'll say minus two and a half, yeah, two and a half for me, at least, yeah. um, somewhere right in there, maybe not all the way to three and a half, but their home field advantage is something you have to talk about every time. I do believe this is a severe overreaction after so. the Browns hog walloped the Bears this past weekend. That was not really anything that the Browns defense did when the main a couple of main they defenders took yeah stand up and they said we could not believe <laughs> yeah. that they kept doing what they were doing so we just kept running the yeah. same things something's wrong it's not and like they struck Zim gold or anything they they just played into what was there they in just front of them. played what was there <laughs> and the bears just fa failed to change yeah. anything so that all being said if you're giving me points with Mike Zimmer at home, I have to take them. He is extremely profitable. If you did not listen on Friday's show, I took the Vikings last week, took the money line as well. We'll be talking about it again. I just think this is a severe overreaction. Even if the Vikings don't get the outright win, I do believe that they are still going to uh, 
be that same team that I've said already three weeks now, and here's the fourth week in a row, that is just in those shootouts, the back-and-forth wild games, and more often than not, they are going to lose them by the two or one points, yeah. but they are going to be right there. It is insane and uncanny how often the Vikings do this. Uh, yeah, most definitely. I am right there with you. I've been taking them. I can't remember if I took them week one or not. I'm basically uh, I'm basically going to take the points in these Vikings matchup one way or another. Oh, they're back. They're and back. Especially and I pissed <laughs> you guys off with my Panther pick. <laughs> Shit, I'm sorry. My fault. I just had a little bit of opinion. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry you know. if I... Gee, many Christmas. Continue if you would, sir. I mean, these Vikings, my friend. No, I... I, I if they're Cowboys fans, you probably did. Piss yeah, them off. probably made them pretty mad. But, but hey, hey, that's all right. Love you guys. Appreciate your support. But uh, yeah, uh, you said it. Mike Zimmer at home has been wildly profitable, and if you're giving us points, we're gonna take them. I do love the Browns, uh, you know, just in general. But I think this is such a close matchup, and uh, you know, if it was in Cleveland and it was the same spread, or even uh, you know. Minus three for the Browns. I would probably take the Browns, but here in Minnesota, give me the give me the bikes. Absolutely, that, that home field advantage is something we cannot gloss over. No. And Kirk uh, Cousins, yeah. Kirk Cousins. I'm, I'm not, don't get your hopes up that it's going to last for 17 weeks, but uh, you know, got to ride the hot hand, which can get it. I think. And this is a Bears fan and a Packers fan <laughs> yeah. talking about the Vikings and Kirk Cousins yeah. like that. So you have to know something is brewing. And we said it on yesterday's show. Closing point. Kirk Cousins looks like. What do you know about that? Or what do you think that, that what, what is that? You like that. Oh, you like that? Either way, I don't get what, uh, what, what like that is the most com like that is the most yeah, everyone common knows you comical. Like that. You like that. That's the most common comical bullshit ever in the NFL. Give me oh, a fucking good. break. Either way, he looks like the same fucking guy. This guy's getting a laugh like I because he loves that meme more than the fucking no, earth itself. No, so it's not even that all being said, on to the next matchup. We will go. The Washington football team versus the Atlanta Falcons. This one, my friend, I do believe I'm going to stay way the fuck away from. I agree with you, my man. We, uh, I believe we put the Washington football team in the grave yesterday or on, uh, what's today, Wednesday? Maybe it was Monday. I don't remember. But we put them in the grave, and uh, that doesn't mean we're going to be back in the Falcons because uh, the Falcons are the Falcons are the Falcons. And I've got no interest in uh, having any type of faith that the Falcons are going to take care of any number. I don't care what it is. That might be the play, but uh, count us out. Count us out. I, uh, I <laughs> we, do. Put, we put the Washington football team in the grave. If they, you know, if they smack Atlanta in the mouth, maybe they'll come up and grab us. But uh, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, right now, especially, um, and, and that makes that line makes no sense with especially as how high we were on the football team to start the year, minus one and a half. Yeah. Man, I would hammer that in fifty times out of fifty, and it pains me not to be able to. And it's there's still something deep inside me that says Washington's defense is going to show up one of these days. I should hammer them at minus one and a half. I should hammer yeah. them in the moment that I do. They're going to lose by two touchdowns to the fucking Atlanta Falcons. Right. And if I stay away, they're going to win. Yep, They're going to get back on the right track, yep. and we'll be able to start cashing sure. tickets with them sure. again. So we're just going to stay away from them for this time being because we don't know if the Falcons' offense is going to show up, coupled I... with their defense, or none of it. And then the same exact problem for the Washington football's defense and offense. So we have no idea, but I think we will be staying far away. I, yeah, I think regardless of what happens in this game, both of these teams are probably still going to be a. I don't know who the fuck these teams are. I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> I, I don't have think no it matters clue. what happens. I don't know that uh, we'll be really, able to draw yeah, anything. Yeah, you really can't deduct. But that's all being said for that one game. We'll probably be staying way far away from. Next one up on tap: Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. All right, let's get the elephant out of the room first things first. Sirianni's boys, I am uh, very concerned about you guys again. Uh, line opened up five and a half. It's already up to seven and a half. 
Um, everything inside of me wants me to take the Eagles at plus seven and a half, uh, especially with what we've been seeing from the Chiefs so far. And I just can't do it, boys. I can't do it. Uh, the 41-21, I don't think the Cowboys are 20 points better than you. No. I really don't. I just don't know what the hell that was. And I don't know what you can draw from the Eagles, especially after, okay, we have the game against Atlanta week one, play terrific. Then we have the terrible game against the 49ers week two. I, and then even worse in week three, are, are, we're trending in the wrong direction here, boys, especially with high-quality, high-caliber talent that should be making us go this way. So I, I just don't know what I can draw. But I also think the Chiefs still going Chief, and I'm not trusting them to I'm back spreading, seven and yeah. a half. So let me ask you this, because I, I am actually, despite everything we've said about the Chiefs and their numbers, mm. and I think I'll end up saying away because it still fits into that category. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the Eagles can hold the Chiefs under 28, 30 points? Fuck no. So then do you think the Eagles can put up 20-plus points on these Chiefs? Possibly. I don't okay. know if that defense is shut locked down enough. That's what I'm thinking, but with how if, if the Eagles' offense, I don't think it's as bad as what they showed on Monday night, but I still don't think it's good. I, oh, and to hang with this Chiefs team and the way their defense looked, I don't think the Eagles' defense if, is that bad. And, but uh, And if the Chiefs go up by, let's say, two scores early, fuck even one score yeah. early, that just throws Sirianni yeah, that, completely uh, off the game plan, and they just bury running the football, and it's just fucking run or pass this, pass that. They can't get play action going because the defense knows they're not going to run the football. They can't get the deep ball going, which is what they need for Devontae Smith and Jalen Rager and most of the time Travis Fulgham too. They are good on those short, quick out routes but and quick slants across the middle, but they Plus, need the deep game. Plus the sense of urgency. That Eagle, or the Chiefs. Well, I'm saying for the Chiefs, they don't give a fuck that it's the Eagles. They're one and two. They're going to come out looking to put they're the smack. I'm leaning towards they're the Chiefs. I, it's still hard for me to hammer in a minus seven and a half on these Chiefs. I don't know if I can trust they're them They're just yet. bad ATS. Maybe this will be a week where I put together a nice teaser and the Chiefs will absolutely be in there. But aside from that, maybe. I, I'm leaning towards the yeah, Chiefs. You want to risk know. a teaser on that? Like I almost think like... It's like every time I put a seven and a half like that, like a guaranteed Kansas City wins that game, the Eagles are going to find a way to do something stupid, mm. you know? I, and I just, I, I, I would be comfortable only buying a field goal on that game and having it at four and a half. I would. But that also scares the shit out of me. And I just, I don't know. I think I got to stay way the far away from this okay. one, boys and girls. Okay. I might be wild enough. Okay. <laughs> I might be wild enough. Next game up on tap. Hmm. Hmm. We'll have some thoughts on this one, I believe. Detroit Lions versus the Chicago Bears. All right, Bears fans, strap in. Now, I have been invited onto a Bears podcast, actually, to uh, give some thoughts, give some opinions here this afternoon. I don't know. Um, I was uh, going to be substituted for a second guest, so we'll see uh, if that guest shows up or not. If not, maybe you'll see me on a Bears podcast here pretty soon. That all being said, I'm going to get my opinion out right <laughs> fucking now so it is documented because i do not give a damn and i think i'm the first person that has been saying this and it's kind of a combination of what of a lot of other people have been saying too but what i truly believe is going to happen here my friend uh-huh. my mind goes back and my stomach starts to twist and fucking turn when i think about the lions coming into soldier field last year we were up three scores and i decided to start taking a fucking nap on the couch over yonder right correct and i woke up from about said 
15-20 minute nap after the old uh, carb coma had worn uh-huh, off uh-huh. to see my boys were now only up by one score. You want to explain to me what the hell is going on here? I said to everybody present in the room, what in the fuck has happened? Oh, I don't know. They're just uh, kind of letting the game go. The Lions drop the game-tying touchdown in the end zone and then proceed to still win the game 34-30 to after back-to-back bonehead offensive plays by our beloved Matthew Igon. Not even Nagy. Igon is just how I'm going to be responding. Anything but Nagy. Just nothing that has any type of respect because he has no respect for his own team or his own name. So... What I truly do believe is going to happen to Bears fans, oh, strap in, because we ain't seen the funnest parts of it yet. I promise you boys that. What is going to happen, and girls, I didn't forget about you, I can promise you what is going to happen. Is this quarterback competition has been opened up. Justin Fields not quite ready. And oh, we have another veteran that is healthy. Enter Big Dick Nick. Big Dick Nick Foles. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He hasn't got any first team or any second team reps. Okay, so fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay, wait, 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 wait. We're playing the Lions. We're playing the Lions. So we can slot him in. Let's put him in. Give Justin another another week to relax. He clearly just wasn't ready. He, I, I, I just think he wasn't ready. Maybe it was some of my game plan, but I think he wasn't ready. This is Nagy talking, okay? I, I, I think he just wasn't ready. And then they're going to start Nick Foles. And Nick Foles is going to somehow figure out how to win the game against the Detroit Lions on Sunday. And then Matthew Nagy's going to stand up on the podium like this and go, See, I, I told you guys, it wasn't my scheme. <laughs> you know, Justin Fields just wasn't ready. He just, he wasn't ready. So, you know, obviously my scheme works. Nick Foles was able to get the win. You know, last week the Chiefs were 1-2. and two. We were 1-2. and two. Now they're 2-2. Two and two. We're 2-2. Two and two. I'm part of the Andy Reid tree. This is just how it goes when you're part of that tree. This is how our seasons and our team shake out. You know, it takes about 4 to 12 years for my offense to really get going and pick up steam. Especially when you have multiple quarterbacks. That's even better for my offensive scheme. I can't believe what I am witnessing, my friend. I believe that's how it's all going to shake out. I think that uh, they're going to slot in Nick Foles. They're going to sit Mr. Justin Fields on some wild-ass shit. And they are going to scapegoat my man, Jay Fields. And I am very, very worried that's what we see. Okay. I, I think we'll still see Justin Fields. If we haven't heard anything yet, that's what's really bizarre is that we haven't heard anything. We haven't heard shit. We haven't heard that's shit. That's what scares me the <laughs> we most. We haven't heard shit since you said it's going to be three. We're considering all three. That's what's crazy to me the most. And, yeah, I, I was uh, thinking the same thing. They are going to... I, I I told us or I told you yesterday. I when we talked about the Lions, I was talking myself into the Lions. Then we talk about the Bears. I was talking myself back into the Bears. I think I have to stay away from this one. And the question that keeps coming to me is: Do does this roster like Matt Nagy enough as a person and as a head coach to play inspired to play for him to keep to extend his job? Because regardless of what happens, if he gets this and gets goes to two and two. He buys himself you. a few more weeks. I'll answer that for you. No, we saw Nick Foles standing on the sideline saying, 
Matt's offense just isn't working. You don't have to be a master lip reader to see what he was saying. I I don't think they'll, and I I agree with you, I don't think they'll be like intentionally losing. Like they want to get him that, get him out that fast. They have no reason to tank. They got Justin Fields. They got no reason for that. But this seems like a reverse trap to me because we've talked about these three and a halves and that would normally lead me to the Lions. I've seen so many people in on the Lions already. The money that's coming out on the Lions, I think it's a reverse trap. I think the Bears are going to find a way to win this game. Game, torture you even more yeah and then my final thing and this is a bias take as far as staying away because i get a win-win either way as a packers fan either the <laughs> bears lose in a horribly embarrassing fashion and it brings me great joy or they win this game go two and two and basically buy matt Nagy at least four or five weeks if not the entire season and torture you even more so it's a win-win for me and i'll take either one of them with no gambling uh, baked into it at all, and I'll uh, that'll be a nice win for me one way or another. I <laughs> the sad part is that I agree with everything you said. Last thing, last no, thing. you said already. No, no, no. Last thing, you're right. You're right. Off on the rest. No, of no, no, no. Actual, actual, uh, <sighs> actual. Not throwing any jabs at you. I think the weather is going to be nice. If it was some nasty uh, NFC North Bear weather, I would be all over the Bears because Jared Goff. But it does appear that it's going to be nice weather. It is going to appear that it's going to be nice weather. Yeah. Now, one thing I will tell you, my friends, all the shit talking, all the down, all the negative that I have said here today, you do not ever question my loyalty. <laughs> I wear a fucking pair of bear slides every day. I'm alive, present in the TTL production studios, and I will always back my boys. But when the coaching staff blatantly, blatantly says my scheme is better than what is good for my players' needs and blatantly doesn't prepare for what the fuck should happen on that field for the entire week, shit, the entire months that we drafted him, that is negligence. You should not be the quarterback quarterback the head coach i'm so fucking flustered of an nfl football team he should be relegated to <laughs> he should be relegated to, he just burped in the mic oh, sorry. he should be relegated to the special teams coordinator role i just thought of this you know what he should be relegated <laughs> right, so. to the special teams coordinator role with adam Gase at whatever high school that is located oh, yeah. in. those oh, two guys will just have the best time on the planet they will be all over each other It'll be the greatest thing ever you should just let them go and have a good old time together yeah i i, I don't even know Forget what to say just, uh it's, I think you're. I don't think you're an asshole fan for saying this. I think it's necessary, and the people who are I mean, am optimistic. I pessimistic? No, you should be doing this because, and now the national media is starting starting to finally like fuel you fuel you in that direction. But over the last twenty years, I've seen it so many times, and especially through the Mitch Trubisky area. Yeah, a lot of the fan base of the Bears like gaslights them and is optimistic for no reason, and that's why you keep getting stuck with these situations and these coaches and these quarterbacks is because Thank half you. of the fan base gaslights you. Thank you. And the organization thinks it's okay, but Thank now you. you're finally starting to get that national attention on it, and I think that will probably be enough to, especially if they lose this game, if they don't fire Matt Nagy and they have an embarrassing loss to the Lions, and I, I yeah, don't dude, know, man. Like the, well, the one thing is it's like it's pretty uncharacteristic for the Bears to fire a coach midseason, but either I way, think there's extenuating circumstances if they lose this game in yeah. another embarrassing fashion. It's still not good, and I know we're sticking more on Bears, and we'll definitely uh, stick more on Packers too, but it's worth talking about because obviously you're getting that perspective. And I'm glad you said that, partner, because 
Dude, I just talked to so many Bears fans, and over the course of the last few years, I go into every season like, hey, I love the boys. I hope we win every week, but I'm pretty pessimistic yeah, that uh, this yeah, is man. not going to go good at all. Yeah. So, I don't know, boys. I don't know what we see here. I don't think that it's going to be anything uh, worth writing home about here in uh, week four, and I'm a little bit worried that um, you just said it. We might come out of there with the L, but uh, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I just don't believe that the Bears, as a – better as a gambler on nfl the bears do not deserve to be favored against anybody mm. right now mm. so that's just me my <laughs> thoughts all that being said you got it all now i got it all off my chest i'm done talking about the bears until they until noon <laughs> until they jack something else up and uh, i'll have to uh lose my mind on monday but next game up on tap new york giants versus the new orleans saints now this game is to stay away from me, partner. Mm -hmm. I got no opinions either way. Maybe I will after you chime in. Less, actually, I was about to. I think I will probably still stay away. Last thing that clicked into my head is that this is the Saints' first game back in New Orleans, oh, really? and that could be pretty damn inspired team playing back in New Orleans after everything that happened with the hurricanes and stuff. Obviously not the same as Hurricane Katrina, but you saw what happened in Hurricane Katrina with a bad team being able to, uh, you know, be play inspired like that. So maybe that would be the reason you hammer in the Saints, but I do think that they nailed this line. It's going to be, uh, I think the Saints win handily, but wouldn't surprise me if the Giants made this a scrappy, scrappy game and made this a one-score game here. Well, yeah, um, you got, if you didn't read the Daily Coach today, you got the uh, general manager or the owner of the Giants kicking over trash cans. Yeah, I mean, Mara, I, I think. Uh, yeah, Mara, I He's absolutely destroying trash cans yeah. after games now. Uh, it's a dumpster fire in New York. There's nothing else you can right. say about that. The Giants, especially after paying a good handful of guys and getting Saquon back, this is not how they expect no. 2021 to go. No, they are bad, but I, I do oh, believe bad. that they are much, I shouldn't say much better. I think there's a layer of Damn shit right. between them and the Jets, the Jags. Some of the Texans, like I think, I don't think you can put them in that bad of a conversation. No, like I still think they are competent enough to keep this game close and potentially I cover so the spread. Too. But it would not shock me if the Saints beat them by ten plus. Stick a pin in that. Yes, we should be the GM and the head coach, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> it's not not because of everything. It's because they need somebody who's a damn realist. Yeah, they need somebody who calls it black and white and sees what the dumpster fire that thing is and it just like well some I, can we just be real for a minute about what it is and stop blaming everybody and finding a scapegoat every week like, my, don't get me back in this fucking rabbit yeah okay hole. I, will, I, I was gonna get you even deeper down just to this no thanks oh gosh it's just, <laughs> all back to the giants though uh yeah you're right you can't put them in that lower 50 layers of shit of the nfl you no. just can't do that yet but I'm not excited to back them at eight, and that's over a touchdown, and yeah. I'm not excited no. to back them now. Because we still don't quite know what the Saints are. Yeah. They've had three weird, weird games. Yeah, they've had really weird games, <laughs> and you know, really they could games. show up. They could have a day against the Giants' defense, or it could be a back-and-forth scrappy game, and the Giants get it done. But, like you said, motivated bunch going into the uh -huh. first time into the, into the Caesars Casino Dome, or whatever, Caesars Sportsbook Dome, yep. after it caught on fire, for crying out loud. Talk about a motivated bunch, I do believe yep. so. Next game up on tap, I have already hammered in a play out of this one, boys yep. and girls. Arizona Cardinals versus the Los Angeles Rams. I am taking the Arizona Cardinals plus four and a half. If uh, you have not seen the movement, if you're not privy to it, this line opened up at six. You right. could find it uh, six and a half. Some books were giving you that hook quickly. 
in a hurry. I don't know what's sharp moved out of what hole uh, that you will never know about or never even know what this man might ever look like or woman, who knows what this person is. But they dropped a substantial amount of money on the Cardinals plus six. So much so that books across the nation yep. reacted and quickly dropped this down to four and a half and mm-hmm. realized that they had fooked up. Yep. They messed this line up bad, and I wish I would have locked it in at six and a half, but I love it at four and a half. I see this game being back and forth, shootout, insanity. I do not see Cliff Kingsbury having any problems getting Kyler out of the pocket on both sides. I do not see any problems allowing that to get the running game going, also get the deep passing game going, get the play action game going. I see him still utilizing pre-snap motion, which he knows he needs to use against McVay's defense. He needs to have them on their heels the entire game. McVay knows Kingsbury very well as well. He knows what he's going to be trying to do defensively, so it will be a back-and-forth shootout offensive insanity game is what we're going to expect. And honestly... I could see this DeAndre Hopkins rising up, and we have another highlight just like we did for him against the Bills last yeah. year, and the Cardinals walk this one off 32-30 to 30 on some absolutely Something like that. banana stuff. Yeah, I'll save some time because you and I are very, uh, very close to the same thoughts here. I just think this is going to be an offensive showcase both ways, and like you, I think it's going to be a close one, and definitely uh, within that four points, I could see it being a four-point game either way. Not going to be hammering in the Cardinals' money line, but it would not shock me if they were able to win this game. No, not at all, not at all. And, you know, I might not just say it. I might have to do a little half unit, but I love my Rams, and they're my Super Bowl pick, and I got to But also a little tentative. little uh, our favorite word that we haven't used quite yet, overreaction after, uh, you know, afternoon game of the week against the defending champs. I mean, damn right. I also think the Cardinals, I'm not saying the Cardinals are better than Bucks by any means. I think they're a better matchup for the Rams than the Bucks were. So, okay. The books knew what that game needed to be in order for everybody to run Last to week. the Buccaneers. Yeah, yeah. Now they know what the line needs to be for everybody to right. run to the Rams. And now it's and coming down even so further. So you're telling me that last week L.A. wasn't worth even a full point for being at home? Their home field advantage wasn't even worth a full point on their spread, and now all of a sudden I'd probably say you're getting at least two, two and a half because they're at home on sure. this one now? Reigns back. Pull him back. We have both hammered it in. We'll talk about more of the trends, insights, analysis, everything on why we are hammering in the Cardinals plus four and a half is one of our best crew bets of the weekend. 100%. Um, Did you are you also did the Vikings, right? Yep. Okay. So yeah, it'll be so far. I me, think my four me and you are, are also you. Okay. So yeah, Dolphins, Vikings, and Cardinals so far. Uh, or I mean, Dolph- yeah, yeah, then right. It's okay, Bubba. No problem at all. <laughs> Just keep it steaming down the track. <laughs> That's the next one. Seattle Seahawks <laughs> and the San Francisco 49ers. Um, Seattle, my guy. We are both. Yep. Hammering them in at plus three. I did because I was concerned this bad boy was going to drop down to two and a half after some of the money. They have saw. already. I woke up this morning and it's at two and a half. Yeah. It has already lost or it has gained the hook in the wrong direction. Two and a half. Um, I'm still confident in at two and a half. I think they get the win outright. I do believe that they take care of business against the 49ers. I truly believe, and I said it yesterday, that a key factor as to why we didn't see more of an entire game shootout between your pack and the 49ers on Monday night was be straightly purely because of the fact that the 49ers have no running game whatsoever and their passing game depends on them having a good rushing game and their receivers non-existent this year, man, outside of Debo Samuel, non-effing existent. Right. Right. So I has been a 
ghost, ghost of himself, ghost. man. So I can't trust the 49ers whatsoever. The Seahawks are not going to slide to one and three. I know I talked a little crazy yesterday saying that Pete Carroll might take the ball out of Russ's hands, not let him cook as much. I don't know even if that happens, that'll kill them against the 49ers. Maybe you'll start to see the effects of that in the week six, seven, eight. Right here, right now, I got to take the points, even with the Seahawks going on the road. The 12th man travels really, really well when sure. they go to San Francisco. So I'm not worried about it in this division matchup at all. No, I'm not worried about it. That plus two and a half has been a huge spot for those money line dogs. I think uh, if it's right around there at game time, I think I would probably hammer uh, hammer down the uh, Seahawks. Because worst case scenario, I love that we got it at plus three because I think it's going to be a field goal game. 100%. Worst case scenario here, going to be some desperation for the Seahawks. So I love everything that you said there. I think their offense should have some success against this Niners. Niners defense, and they, I think they'll be pretty balanced, the Seahawks, that is. And, uh, yeah, I think with that desperation, like you said, I can't see them going one and three and, uh, you know, without a fight. And, like I said, with if there is a little bit of fight, it's going to be a field goal game. 100%. And, uh, yeah, that's actually another one of game I'm really, really looking forward to. Once again. This afternoon slate rocks, hey, you know, dude. the uh, the – NFC West all playing each other this weekend, so and they're yeah. right next to each and other. Yeah. So that's those are both going to be two absolutely yeah. electric games. I cannot wait for those. And in our minds, both of our minds, way that division shaken out already. You got to take the points with the dogs in those matchups. Yep. So we'll talk it about is. it more on Friday. We said that on uh, a lot of these previews, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely, we did. Taking the absolutely points with the dogs. Yeah, taking the points with the dogs, and uh, they've been very profitable. Also, those plus two and a halfs, absolutely love them. Love them, love them, love them. Yep. But let's keep it moving. Next game on tap. You are not brave enough yet, my friend, but I have already hammered a play out of the Baltimore Ravens versus the Denver Broncos. And just because I was getting better odds on it, I'm comfortable with the Denver Broncos minus one. But I have hammered in their money line because I do believe it's going to go back to favored money, severe favored money, once some of the wise guys wake up here, especially closer to game time. This is at uh, one of the afternoon slate games. Yep. Why? The Baltimore Ravens have no business being plus one dogs to the Denver Broncos. I have to hammer that in as fast as I possibly can. And I think this is the week that that luck starts to run out and they get real tired and mile high real, real fast. I love Lamar. I love that offense. I know you can find ATS stats for days for John Harbaugh and John Harbaugh and Lamar combined and Lamar just by himself. I get it. But this is a point. This is not seven and a half. This is not five and a half. This is not our favorite four and a half or even two and a half. This is at one and it is not moving anywhere with the Baltimore Ravens getting an 80% bet and 90% money split and a good handful of people that I follow their plays already on the Ravens. Everybody's zigging. I'm zagging and I got to take the Broncos. This defense, you can tell me too. They've only played the Giants. They've only played the Jags. And they've only played the Jets. I don't care because they've dominated every single one of those teams and the Ravens have not done that to the teams they should have. The shootout between the Kansas City Chiefs, Chiefs, we all know that, oh my goodness. Let me remind you that they did not beat the Las Vegas Raiders. And then, oh, let me remind you that, great, they won the game 19-17 to this past week, but are we forgetting that that was on a 66 NFL record-setting doink-into-the-net fucking field goal against the Detroit 
Lions. Mile high, he's going to hit a 70-yarder. I don't give <laughs> a damn. That is not going to happen again. You're not playing into those factors, my friends. I'm just kidding. The books, again, have you in the palm of their hands with the plus one. They're a dog on the road for a reason. Do not be surprised if this flips and moves to only minus one for the Baltimore Ravens and you see the Denver Broncos plus one at game time. If so, I will redouble down on the money line as a dog. I am not afraid of this at all. This game is going to be tight. This game is going to be very, very contested. And if I'm giving it to anybody, I'm giving it to the home team who is on an absolute heater right now. 3-0 straight up, 3-0 ATS. Okay. I I mostly am just I have a lot of conflicting thoughts here and I'll I'm I'm staying away for the most part here because I do agree with you what you said like it is the Jets Jags and uh, the Giants they've absolutely dominated them but I still don't know I, I I agree with everything you said I respect the pick but there's something tells me deep inside that the Ravens are going to show up on offense and the Denver Broncos ain't gonna hang with them but. Everything you said leads me to the opposite side of my thoughts, and that's going to just lead me to stay the fuck away from this one altogether. I'm not going to lie. My plays are going to make you have to uh, sack up, for lack of a better term, this weekend. I can't lie to you, my friends. But when it gets to the hot and heavy times of the year, the week four, fives, and six, when the trends are starting to build, but things are starting to get a little goofy, the books know how to set lines. And they set lines for a specific reason to draw in more public betters. If you honestly believe <laughs> that there is not a public better out there that is looking at that line, plus one for the Baltimore Ravens against the Denver Broncos, and they are not taking their entire fucking mortgage out, their kids' college tuition savings, and slamming it on that bad boy... You're out of your mind, and I will not be backing that. Everybody zigs, I zag, give me the Broncos, money line, and Teddy two gloves, baby. That all being said. Go ahead. Next game up on tap. I know where you're leaning. I got to hear it if you're actually all the way in the board, in the boat, whatever you want to say now, because I am not. Pittsburgh Steelers, Green Bay Packers. Packers open up as seven-point favorites, now down to six-and-a-half-point favorites. Partner, I had the floor for all of my Bears stuff. Let me have it. I'm actually interested to hear your thoughts on this because I am all the way in on this. Uh, there is some tentativeness because it is. Uh, it seems a little good, too good to be true. But with what I have seen from this, it's not even so much my Packers. It's what I, it's me hating the Steelers' offense, hating everything that Big Ben is. He is a walking corpse and there's no indication that uh even if we see a bad packers defense that he's going to be able to do anything here they're going to take away he can't throw deep so they don't even have to take away the deep shots here i i don't see how they put up again more than 10 14 points and uh you know on the flip side i don't see how the packers don't put up at least 21 so that's i don't even have too many thoughts other than i as much as it's, I love my Packers. I hate the Steelers' offense, and that's uh, you know lends into the same thing. If uh, if the Bengals can beat, and this isn't even leaning into it necessarily, but if the Bengals can put it up twenty four and hold the Steelers to ten, I don't see any reason why the Packers can't do that. If and and, and if not more, which leads me to then believe. Why wouldn't this be minus? 14? I know, I know, I know, but I, I, I fully agree with that, and that's why I don't know if I will actually be hammering it in as an official pick, but. 
Tell me why, then. Give me reasons why, other than just line movement here. Green Bay's defense, still still holy. Still a little scary. I believe why they looked improved last week was because of knowing Jimmy Garoppolo multiple times and he being the lesser of the two quarterbacks in San Francisco, and I don't know why they haven't given Trey Lance their start yet. I just still struggle to believe like it should be 10 i mean with what we have seen from the steelers you're damn right i agree with you the fucking big ben's tripping over his own feet in the backfield on a rollout he gave what what the fuck but maybe the packers defense is just what he needs to get that deep ball going i don't know and i know he, you can he, smirk he at that as a packers fan. i i know i know but what if this is the week that he breaks out what if i still think there is a what if factor for big big ben or Tomlin would not have allowed him to be the quarterback again. They would have had a conversation and said, Ben, you need to get the fuck out of town. This is how it needs to be. This is what it is. You are not going to be our quarterback anymore. Shit, they would have slotted in Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph if, sucks. Exactly. If they thought they were going to get this shit, they would have just done that. That's what I'm trying to say. So I think that the Steelers' offense finds a way to keep their defense off the field just a little bit longer and they did last week, ju- and and that's what plays into it. They they do that as much as they can, and the defense shows up just enough against Rogers in the pack. I I don't know. I just I don't know that I can trust six and a half. I think it should be by a touchdown. I think they should win that game by a touchdown, and that's what scares me is that I I'm all the way back in on the Packers, and I don't know if I can be yet. I just don't know. That's fair. I I mean the other thing is is what I said yesterday is far as how much momentum the win on Sunday night builds for us, that's the other part that pushes me over the edge. Because And I know that R- Rodgers silenced all of the fucking critics with the he doesn't care and the offseason antics and that's what everything, like everything is too perfect and when everything is too perfect in gambling, you gotta go the opposite way and we we both know that and it I would fucking be saying the same tune if it was my Bears and my Bears are worth a fucking hot shit and they had a chance of going into the damn Super Bowl. I'd be saying the fucking same thing. We uh, actually talked to our guest of the day for Wide's Words episode number four, dropping at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time uh, here today. We actually talked to him about this game, and it's kind of one of them who-the-hell-knows kind of deals, and I think that's where we're both kind of finding ourselves. I find myself one side of the fence, you find yourself the other side of the fence, and I think it's really drawing <laughs> It's really, that. it's my own, like, am I being too biased? That's the only thing that's pulling me back, because otherwise I'm like, fuck the Steelers, the Packers are about to get hot. I think you are. I just think that I, I, I think... We still got to just temper expectations for the pack. I know it looked like they're back, and I know that the Bengals, I think the Bengals were the white unicorn last weekend when we were able to do that at plus four. It was plus four and a half, our fucking number. Panthers and the Cardinals, I'm just saying, I'm not saying. But, man, I I just don't know. I, I don't see Tomlin's boys going into Lambeau and rolling the fuck over. We've said it about a few teams who have coaches in the exact same position and teams in the exact same position. I do not see Tomlin's boys allowing that defense to go and roll over in back-to-back weeks and get shut out by 20 fucking points and barely put up a touchdown at the end. Normally, I, I would it. agree with you. I think this offense stinks more than uh, more than they might even realize. Okay, well, let's not have that fucking shit in here. All right, you yeah. dumbass. What in the world? Oh, okay. Uh, good. Great. Great. That's that's wonderful. That's terrific. All right. Well, let's uh, get all that out of here. Wonderful. Everybody just be cool.
Yeah, it's all the same. Everything in between. No problem whatsoever. We will just take care of all of this. Apologies, everybody. Don't know why you're a dumbass and why you have to say things like that. That was really fucking stupid of you. I wish you wouldn't do that. Okay, we reported his ass. See you on the flip side, you dumb motherfucker. All right, back to what we were doing. Some people in this world, man, what the fuck is wrong with people, man? Either way, let's keep it moving, keep it grooving, you stupid sack of shit. Um, wow, fuck me, some people, just, wow, you are a dumb piece of shit, that, wow. Um, alright, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Green Bay Packers, no real idea, we're going to, uh, gonna kind of stay away from that one, I suppose, that's kind of what it's going to be seeming like, we'll still discuss it. Next game up. Game uh, of the Sunday slate, the evening game. I don't know. I think this is going to be another one where I need to stay back yep. and wait. That is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the prodigal son, making the return home to his papa, Bill Belichick, in New England. Uh, boys and girls. There's so many angles to this. So many angles to it. New England opened up as a five-and-a-half-point dog. They're already up to seven-point dogs. It's like 95-plus percent of the money coming in on the Bucks, and that type of stuff is making me want to take the Patriots. I'm interested to take the Patriots because I hear the narrative of, oh, if anybody knows Tom Brady, it's Bill Belichick. He can slow him down. But on the flip side, if anybody is going to lay a hammer down in any certain spot, it's going to be Tom fucking Brady. The last thing that I really keeps me from hammering this in is that Mac Jones has not shown me anything to convince me that he can stay and this offense can hang with the Tampa Bay Bucks. As mm. much as I think maybe the Patriots have a night where they step way up, I do not know what to expect from the Patriots offense because not, I mean, Mac Jones hasn't been terrible, uh, but he hasn't been great. And uh, you know, contrary to, uh, I mean, we were pretty close on it, but as uh, contrary to what we thought about this offense, the offense around him has not really given him the help that we thought these tight ends have not been not nearly, nearly what valuable. we thought we would, what they would no. be. So having said all of that, the seven is way too many for me to, with all of that monetary liability coming in on the bucks, I am not hammering it in the bucks, but I just don't know if I have the confidence to take the Patriots. We'll see. I mean, maybe it's a, cause the last two Sundays, it's been a, the last two Sundays. No, been you're up. literally talking how I feel about your Packers and your Steelers. Like this is exactly how okay. I, how you're saying right now is exactly how I feel about that game. Like exactly the same. I just do not have enough confidence. To, the Bucks are the far and a better team. They should cover it by two touchdowns, no fucking question. Especially everything we've seen. Super Bowl. You got the fucking reigning MVP for crying out loud. Easy cover, but. I just don't have enough faith in it yet with what all we've seen. And I sure damn as shit have no faith in the Steelers with all of your points and everything that I fucking agree with too. And I sure as shit have no I faith, have more in, the faith in the Patriots. I mean, maybe I do too, but Mac Jones, three picks. How can you just say that that's, that's just a rookie mistake and he'll bounce back? I, yeah. So I, I, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll probably stay away. The last two Sundays, it's kind of been a, let's see how the rest of Sunday goes. Yeah, yeah. Been in a good spot. We still yeah, yeah. have confidence enough in this play. Let's hammer it in. Maybe that's where we'll be because Maybe. yeah i'm interested to see who's going to be back in the patriots but uh yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting one i as as hyped as everyone is for this game i mean i'm hyped for the storyline and hopefully it's an awesome game there's a few other games on this sunday slate that i'm more excited for man cardinals yes, rams yes, seahawks niners yes, and, and ravens uh broncos I'm, browns I'm, vikings I, browns vikings, browns gonna vikings. Be a shootout, i'm ex i'm 
it is as uh, you know out as I am on the spread of the Cowboys Panthers. I am so excited to watch that game. Absolutely, and that even leads me more to taking the points at plus four and a half because yeah, yeah, you're yeah, excited yeah. about it being a shootout. So goodness gracious. There yeah, you I'm go. more excited to see what happens. Um, either Anyways. way, you also got on Monday night, but we will save that for next yeah. Monday show. We're going to be very interesting as well. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one might be a stay away on That's the spread in total one. as well and be a prop day. We'll see. But Chargers versus Raiders. It is in L.A., but we talked about it yesterday, That's how no real home field advantage there. The Chargers are laying three and a half right now, and we've seen how dangerous – Vegas can be, even though they let the Dolphins back all the way in for an overtime thriller where dogs go to die and still let the Dolphins cover. So I got some thinking about to do on that one, but uh, no real opinions yet. We'll save all that jazz for Monday. I think it's going to be a hell of a game. That's my only thought right now. I think so too as well. So there you go. The 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 game NFL slate for week four of the NFL all broken down by the TTL crew. Now, had somebody trying to cut us down. I was about to say this as you were saying there. Hell of a segue, partner. I was about to say we got some good vibes, good energy, motivation and inspiration about to continue to flow through the tap, even if we do have some straight jagaloons trying to throw a nice monkey wrench in the plant. No problem with that whatsoever. Let's keep it moving, keep it grooving. First things first, let's remove this so you guys know where the hell we're at. That's the entire week four look ahead and gambling preview. It is now time to wrap up today's show with the first segment, Partner, anything burning on the brain, melting on the heart, festering on the soul that you have been dying to get out to the kind folks that joined us on episode number 135 of the TTL pod on this beautiful September 29th, 2021. Okay, nothing crazy. Let's just want to have a little quick conversation about some division winner odds movement. Okay. Are we rethinking what's going on? Is it too late to hammer anything in? First of all, AFC East, Bills are up to minus 300. Hopefully you caught them after week one, actually. It was definitely a nice price to scoop up after week one. Now it's going to be too late. That line's even going to go even crazier the more and more games these Bills win. Next one, though, very interesting conversation. Actually, I know where we're leaning. Uh, I think we caught it at the right time. Ravens-Browns, uh, AFC North. Ravens still plus 110, Browns plus 120. Mm. We, I believe you hammered the division for the Browns, as did I, at plus 150. So I guess we won't be wavering on that, especially if you think the Ravens are going to lose this weekend. Uh, AFC South, you missed your chance. Titans minus 380. Yeah. Hopefully you caught that yeah. one if you're interested in them. That one, uh, you know, unless something crazy happens. However... AFC West is the one that uh, you, if you have some serious opinions, Chiefs at minus 115. If you think the Chiefs are going to claw all the way the fuck back and take that division. Hey, there's been plenty of moments on today's show that you can call me crazy as a son of a bitch and feel free to quote me later. I'll say it again. I said it on yesterday's show and it's going to be another one of those moments. Kingdoms crumble, empires fall. Kings live and die, and I do believe we may be seeing the shifting of the guards in the AFC West champion winner. Now, the Chiefs ain't going to miss the playoffs, right? but the Broncos could win that division. Okay, They both could get into the playoffs, and we could have some real, real, real interesting shit going on in the AFC. 
Broncos three plus three forty, Chargers plus three ninety, and the Raiders and don't the count Raiders, the Raiders out. Uh, Raiders plus five fifty. I mean, uh, I would say the loser of Chargers Raiders is probably obviously going to have a leg behind in the divisional championship mm-hmm. race. There, obviously, uh, I mean, fuck if the Raiders win that game on Monday, sitting at four and zero with a uh, was that one win over the division. I mean, yep. hell, that's a nice start. And when we talked about the AFC West, we neither one of us were anywhere near the Raiders with it being this tight. Like, we were high in the Chargers and yeah. decently high in the Broncos. Not like this. And we were no, pretty low in the no, Raiders. No, this, so. this is tight, tight, yeah. tight. Going to be interesting. NFC East, You uh, maybe you can get back in on this at some point. Dallas up to minus 185. I'm actually surprised that it's not uh, longer than that. And then uh, Washington down to plus 450. Eagles at 500 and the Giants at plus 1300. My pack up to minus 490 uh, in the NFC North. You missed your chance on that one. Vikings plus 500. Bears 13. Lions. 5,000. NFC South Bucks minus 230. Uh, might actually be some uh, decent value here. Saints plus 380. Panthers 550. Panthers get the win this weekend in the star. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. Is a good that's fucking value. You know what's really interesting is that the fucking Raiders are plus 552 yeah. as a fucking road dog of damn near yeah. the same number. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, and then the last one that uh, definitely you could find some value on, uh, catching anybody at plus money, NFC West, Rams at plus 115. Still on the Rams. I am too. Um, Niners 250, Cardinals plus 350, Seahawks down at 700. Uh, I mean, if you like the Cardinals to win this weekend, you couple that with an NFC West ticket at plus 350, uh, hopefully you probably, I guess yeah, that, you know, you're, you could have caught better value any of the weeks before this, but, yes. uh, still some value there. If you love the Cardinals at plus three fifty. most definitely partner. Thank you for the update and quick sidebar. Appreciate oh, you nice. as always on the old salute. Oh, I know my guy. He's used Dean Arrow. He's usually a uh, two sneeze kind of guy. I know him like the back of my hand. There he is. All right. That all being said. If you don't strive to find a relationship with your co-host like I do with this guy. I know how many sneezes he's about to have. That all being said, thank you once again for your sidebar partner. Let's uh, go through a couple of key TTL announcements, maybe a little bit of banter in between. First things first. You know the drill. Said it at the top of the show. Haven't had an opportunity to talk about it yet. My friends, it is wise words Wednesday. Oh my goodness. I cannot tell you how electric of a guest we have for episode number four. We had an amazing conversation with this guy. Um, Conversation that uh, led to some more doors being open for you boys. Uh, Nothing we can say, tell you, talk about anything like that yet, but uh, very, very excited to uh, bring this to you. I will tell you, he is a Las Vegas Sportsbook veteran odds maker. He also used to work on some of the offshore books. We talked about that. Talked about him being in the risks rooms behind the counter, in front of the counter. We talked about the NFL, the college football current state of everything going on. We talked about this, that, and the other. Everything was covered. Nothing but wise words. You know the drill, my friends. It was absolutely uh... sick. Among, if not my number one favorite uh, sports gambling Twitter follow. Oh, yeah. He is absolutely he might be electric. Number one. And we actually talk about his uh, uh, sports gambling Twitter yeah. 
on that. His, great. his Twitter page is absolutely terrific. A lot, but, of, a lot of shows that he's on, it's fantastic. Yeah, and the guy gave us 45 minutes of his time, yeah. and he he might be one of the busiest guests we've had so far, as Probably. far as the sports gambling space, sure. as far as just consistently making content. Well, Joe's pretty – I put Joe pretty doggone close to because Joe's always doing some yeah. type of show like Pick Dogs sure, or, sure. Or, or Game Changers sure. or whatever the case might be. So that all being said – that drops in precisely 46 minutes, 45 minutes now, right at the turn of quarter past the hour. Uh, episode number four, Wise Words Podcast. Cannot wait. If you guys have not watched the previous three, we've already had on uh, the aforementioned legendary Joe D'Amico. We've also had Preston Johnson, the sports cheetah himself, and David Behrman, deputy editor of sports betting at ESPN. Yeah, that's right. That ESPN. He took the time to chat with us. You ever heard of that worldwide (laughs) leader? Yeah, that's right. That guy. And then we got episode number four now, and I cannot wait for you guys to see who we got on tap today. Make sure you have that notification bell turned on. Make sure you're already subscribed if you're not, because you are not going to want to miss that. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you it is going to blow your mind and uh, can't wait to let you guys know about all the additional stuff that's coming from it. So there's that wise words episode number four additional content outside of that if you didn't know talked about a little bit already this week but my ufc blog already actually talked about on this show just briefly um i put those out every saturday morning now so main card or well all of them actually early prelims prelims main card all uh money line picks that i have there then i will break them up this week now too if i don't have any money line picks i'll just put them all in the prop section uh so i've been really targeting those two to try and find some plus money value and not just give you guys like a minus 200 favorite like that's not any value whatsoever so really diving deep finding some good value for you guys so i dropped that every saturday morning my ufc picks props punts and parlays four p's for you uh to go along with my five p's presence peace patience perseverance and perspective right that all being said uh you'll have that then you got partners you know the drill you know how he lays it down the resident cheesehead himself extra cheddar cannot believe i actually put that in my hands extra cheddar extra cheddar blog drops every friday saturday maybe sunday depending when old roge and the boys are taking the field yeah but you are heating up uh hit your two props of the weekend in one play, MVS over 18 and a half, uh, the longest reception for him, and then also over 37 and a half, 34 something and a half. 30 something. He something had 50 something, so it didn't matter. Yeah, blew past it with one pass yep. from uh, number 12. So a wizard appreciate that touchdown. cash, my friend. After that week one, I believe, uh, including our mm-hmm. week two uh, Monday night game, I believe I'm five and one on I the Packers. I think you're back in action, dude. I'm definitely positive. I was only yeah. three on week one, but uh, hey, this guy should show week before- one. Fuck, we weren't even making... We didn't have the pod last NFL season, did we? Shit. No, we did not. Shit, dude. All right, so <laughs> Shit. this guy... Fuck, I, I mean, we weren't even making really much content this time at the some NFL. Some tweets here yeah, and there. Some tweets here there. We didn't even dive into the industry yet. Holy fuck, does time fly when you're having fun. This guy was absolutely murdering Green Bay Packers props last year without even really knowing yeah. what the fuck he was doing, and, and now he does, so yeah. watch the fuck out. And it, it's really those games like we saw in week one where I have terrible, terrible days where I expect the Packers to hold their water, and then, uh, you know, they, they come don't out. do that. Yeah, because, I mean, the one game that sticks out to me is the 38-10 ass-kicking against the Bucks last year. I, yeah, that was a similar one to week one this year, so. Yeah. Whenever their offense cooks. Absolutely. All right, that all being said, be sure to check that out whenever it drops. And if you guys don't, uh, you guys forget or you're not active on Twitter on a certain day and you're like, ah, shit, the blog, I totally forgot. 
You can subscribe to our blog super easy. We don't charge anything. We ain't going to send you any fucking spam. We're not some goofballs like that. What need or reason do we have to do that dumbass shit? Yeah, all you got to do, it's right on our homepage of uh, of our website, talkingtheline.com, or if you're reading the blog, it's always at the bottom of the blog. You can just drop in your email, hit submit, and you will literally get our blogs delivered right to your email inbox, whichever one you put in every single time. You will never see another thing from Talking the Line ever. It will literally come straight from there. So just a little something, Talking the Line. It'll come uh, Talking the Line at Outlook.com. I believe it'll come right through there for you guys. So just want to let you guys know that you want some extra reading material, some extra stuff. I know some of you guys have expressed in the past you loved having our newsletter, just that quick hitter, quick read. We want to bring something like that back in the future. We love to write. And uh, for now, we're just pumping out a few blogs here or there, uh, a few every single week. So there you go. There you have it. Probably going to have some new ones, too, coming along with NBA rolling right around, yes, NHL sir. rolling right around, and college basketball yeah. about to be here, too. Trying to pick up, uh, get the feel for the buzz on the NBA. I w- I'm getting my getting my NBA futures not much buzz. ready. Uh, yeah, it's still, uh, you know, it's football season, baby. Yeah, so, not uh, much buzz for it. And I, I think it'll be like the week of NBA buzz will start, too, because NBA Twitter is, uh, you it know. It might not even be like, I don't know. I don't think there's, with it, like, being back to regular schedule, I might think it might be like a month before, like, you're not real, real, I mean, real vibes start. As far as the real vibe, it's never until like Christmas. But yeah. as, as far as there's yeah. a lot of just, uh, and I'm not a huge fan of NBA Twitter all the time. But uh, you know, NBA Twitter is hey, certainly boy, there, and uh, they'll down, be out. Before you go down that rabbit hole, <laughs> and you just have all type of NBA Twitter fans uh, down your throat for the next 24 hours. Let's stay <laughs> off of that uh, sidebar. All that being said, uh, yeah, that kind of does it for additional content. Anything? Da-na-na-na. Uh, Frank Reich says it's probably not looking good for Quentin Nelson to play at Miami on Sunday. Never excited that anybody no, no, in the no, NFL no. has an injury, but that plays really <laughs> well plays, for our the helps our play very, very well. Uh, Carson Wentz will be limited at practice today. Ankles still. Uh, they capitalized the S to make sure it was plural there. Ankles. <laughs> All right, absolutely. Both ankles still completely effed for Carson Wentz. And also another... Yeah, a little lower. Uh, Will Fuller was not at the uh, open viewing of Dolphins practice. He got shooken up at the uh, in overtime versus the Raiders. Mm. That man cannot stay on the field, so uh, it might surprise me there. Uh, did not see Rob Gronkowski, Gio Bernard, or Jamel Dean at think, practice today. I think it's veteran day for yeah, Gronkowski. Yeah. Uh, perhaps Gronk or Bernard in the next day or two, so nothing there. Hey, there you go. At kind of kind of what it seems like, because they at the beginning of the week they said highly, very uh, likely some weird. Unless Gronk's fine, fine, I I would imagine he might sit out until Sunday. Yeah, he might sit out the entire time, just get him some veteran rest, veteran days. Another one. Uh, Rob Salas says they are expecting Jamison Crowder to be ready for Sunday. Said it's trending in that way. He hasn't played yet, has he? No, I've heard that twice now in back to back weeks. He hasn't fucking showed up on. Hey, this would be that would be a nice addition against this Titans secondary. Actually, it would be. A nice addition for them, and you know, maybe just maybe with how the Titans defense is shaking out, maybe the Jets are worth a look. I can't believe I even just said that. I don't maybe have I got stones. a good look. I don't have I, the stones. No, I don't have the stones for it either. I think I'm gonna be staying far away. All right, that does it all there. Anything else I missed here? Anything from the legendary Dove Climbing? Nope, everything's all good. We're ready to rock and roll. All right, outside of that, uh, make sure. Again, Wise Words, episode number four, dropping at 12 p.m. Central Standard Time, 38 short minutes from this moment right now. 
Make sure you stay locked into the daily show at the bare minimum just to get all the updates, everything we got going on. And also follow us at Talking the Line on Twitter. You'll see all the latest and greatest from TTL. Also, everything happened in the daily sports, daily lines, daily games, and also the future, what's happening, the latest and greatest in sports gambling. You'll find it all there, TTL's Talking the Line Sports Media on Twitter at Talking the Line. If you don't feel like searching the interweb for all of our shit, my friends, just go down to this description, hit that link tree. You'll find it all in one central location, our website, all of our content, all of our social platforms, all one perfect spot. So find it all there, nice and easy for you. And we also have that link tree attached to every one of our social profiles if you do happen to stumble upon it. Right. That all being said, I do not believe I have any more that being said moments to accomplish here today. Anything else I have missed, decided mm-hmm. to not cover Do I need to do another one? No, we're safe. Okay. We're straight. We're good to go. All right. Well, then all that being said, my friends, we've gotten through it all. We have done all the things we need to do except one. One final thing, my friends, and the thing that I promise to keep doing for you guys because we got people like that in this world that don't want to have positivity and inspiration and motivation. And in our industry, not necessarily so much sports gambling, but in the world of content creation and the internet itself, when you are dove deep into it the way we are, you see some stuff like that. And you know what? We don't ever want to keep that around. And when there is that negativity spread onto this show, then I just crank up the positivity about 20 times more. So time to close out today's show. The only way I know how, my friends, with my motivation minutes. So I came up with a quote this morning. Partner can vouch for me. It was right on the spot, right there in prime time. I was doing nothing. Had a conversation, uh, was having just a brief conversation, kind of sparked this, but I've had multiple conversations with um, some guys in uh, in our life, gals too, um, that are close to similar to age with us, and they like to always tell me about the why nots. They always like to tell me why they can't, why they will never be able to chase their dreams and passions, why they won't be able to do this. And it always, always, always surprises me. And, you know, I'll I'll go a little bit more in depth with some of those examples here in a minute. But the quote that I wanted to give you with to start things off here today, and this is at Colton Soroka. This is nobody else. This is me. Quoted himself. Quoted myself on there just to make sure I would say it correctly. (laughs) Stop coming up with the why nots and start finding the why nows. Stop coming up with the why nots and start finding the why nows. And I wanted to talk to you about those why nows here today. And a kind of an example because, you know, I know there's a lot of uh, guys and gals our age that do watch the show and a lot of guys and gals that still live at home. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. There's, There's It can be from time to time, but... There's one reason or another, whatever. And if you have to take a step back in your life to take two steps forward, I've done that same before. I'm not saying any of that. What I'm saying is when you have every opportunity in your plate and in your path, you have everything lined up for you to make a jump, a leap of faith, or or maybe it's not living with your parents. Maybe it's starting to try and build a business or doing something like me and Mags did and, and getting into the content creation space and finding a niche and growing your personal brand. Maybe it's something like that and, and you've been hesitating. 
and you have everything right there in front of you, but all you can seem to do is find the why nots. Find the, oh, I don't have enough money in the bank saved up for all of this. I don't know if I can really, really afford to do all of this. The, oh, my dad was never really good at that and he wasn't ever able to be really skilled. So I don't think that I can ever be really skilled at that if that's not something that's in my gene tree. I don't think I'll ever be able to to learn that or one of the million other things that you can come up with, you can find why nots till you're seven different colors of blue and purple in the face. Living fucking proof of it. Me and this guy would sit for hours next to each other and he'd toss why nots at me. I'd toss why nots at him. We'd go back and forth. And at the end of the day, we were making ourselves more and more and more miserable. I've said it a million times, and I'll say it again, and I'll keep saying it on this show, and you know how much I love the Eagles, so I'll keep using it. So oftentimes it happens that we live our lives in chains and never even know we have the key. We were sitting on the keys, and all we could do was think about sitting down harder and finding more why nots and finding this and why we shouldn't, and then we will never be able to, and what if, and what if we do? Forget all of that. Find a why now. Find a reason or why now? Why is it when we get to that ledge, that moment of taking the leap of faith, that we always want to find the fucking reasons as to why we shouldn't? Why is that? I think I know why, because everybody, and we saw it in this show, everybody tells you that you can't. Everybody wants to have their opinions as to why you shouldn't. And let me tell you, I got two words for those people, and it's not happy birthday. And you can give them the blades too. Partner showing you the patented. You know the drill. There is no one on this planet that lives the same damn life you do. So why would you live their lives the way they would live their lives? Why are you asking them for their opinion on how to live your life? What is in their brain is not in your brain. What is in your heart is not in their heart. Stop trying to find the why nots and when you find those why nots don't reach out to people to try and confirm those why nots stuff them down forget about them because again you can find them a mile long it was one of them old classic movies they open up the scroll and it slides out 50 feet across mm -hmm. the floor you can find enough why nots to fill up that scroll and you can probably find a why now to fill up an 8 by 10 piece of paper Maybe even less than that. But the why nows are the most important. Because the why nows are what matter here. The why nows are what gets you up and get this stirring in the morning and get that little flame sparked up again. Those why nows are the reasons that you're here. Never, and this was the quote of the month for this month, never give up on something or don't advance into something that you can't go a day not thinking about. I can promise you, it will be scary. I can promise you, when you find those why nows, you're still going to question it. But just jump. Just go. And I don't know who's been needing to hear this this week, but I know all my messages have kind of circled around this going and chasing after. And my friends, start to find your why nows. And if you think I'm crazy, Bust out a piece of paper 
and start writing why now. For me, I looked myself in the mirror and I said, I can't see myself at 35 years old with how far we've come. We have seen others in the industry at the same level as us. I cannot stop right now and see them 10 years down the road outworked me and made a success when I was right there as well. I can't allow it to happen. I can't, I couldn't do it anymore. And I had what if so many of those opportunities in my life. And a wise old redneck told me one time, you ain't going to learn any younger. So you might as well pull up the bootstraps and get after it. And I think that's some of the most powerful advice I could ever got in my life. And I hope that hits you guys right there square in the chest because it's your time. It is your moment. Stop finding every single why now because if you want to get full-time results and full-time, what's the right word I'm looking for? That full-time repayment. Yeah. Your everything, your energy is right. Everything is there. You want that full-time? You want to know what that feels like? Validation. That validation? Stop giving half-time effort. Stop giving half-time effort. Stop finding the why nots. Apply your why nows and go find your full time. You have the keys. Unlock the chains, my friends. This is your time to shine. And that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. Good stuff, my guy. Uh, very good stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, there's, I want to save, I'll save time here because we were at an hour and a half, but I mean, there's a lot of different things that I could add on there. I mean, one thing that I was going to say is with your decision to go for it, you can also still use your why nots and be like, okay, I'm going to do this. This was a why not. How can I plan to make this not an issue? Bang. Bang. Can almost uh, Bang. Come up with reasons to alleviate the why nots. If it's an issue, then just don't say, ah, yeah, I won't be able to overcome it. Yeah, because you still got a game plan. You, you mean, yeah. figure it out. Like <laughs> yeah. just just because like just because we jumped didn't mean that we didn't have a game plan. Didn't mean that we didn't yeah, it's meditate. Not like we cannonball. Like uh, we'll just figure it out. We'll just figure it out. Who knows? No, the other thing ahead. that I was thinking of earlier, I think the hardest part is that nobody or most people that are struggling to make that decision have never you know made a decision like that in their lives, and they're sitting at the ledge, and it's like, well, shit, I've just been going with the because that was that, that was, was me. Fucking, that, that was me. That was fucking huge. You yeah. just say because because I was. I'm very much a go with the flow guy. Like I'll take what's given to me. I, uh, you know, I take advantage of what's given to me and I never made a move like that before in my life. So that was, that's fucking huge. dude. (laughs) That gets me fucking choked up because that's the type of fucking shit that I am trying to get in. Hey, I'll say Mags wasn't this fucking guy before we started fucking doing this shit. And I am so fucking proud of the man that I've seen you become and level up. And I want you guys to get there too. I don't do this. Because I'm a genius, because I'm a swarmy, because I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Maybe just a little bit. But I've applied the things I tell you guys to my life, and it's helped me survive this thing called life. It simply has. It, 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 I, I, I'm not giving you rocket science here. It is reconnected now. I think it'll be back good to go. I don't know I'm going to keep talking because this really <laughs> sucks. I was on hey, there a we go. motion and a half. I think it was all good. I don't know. Sometimes it breaks out. Sometimes it doesn't. I hope it didn't because I was on a roll and a half right there. Whew, all that being good point then because we kind of kept going. It was, yeah, great point in there. Yeah, I think something did just happen when uh, somebody bumped out, came back in. So, yeah, a little bit of trouble there with the uh, OBS, our wonderful software. But, hey, 
I must be rocking some Peyton Manning arm sweat because my girlfriend just texted me your arm sweat with the uh... nice, nice, def- definitely, definitely. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's uh, it's MVP arm sweat. It's all good. Hey, yeah, thanks. Hey, it's MVP. The sheriff, baby. Hey, the sheriff. There you go. <laughs> all that being said, Wowza. I promised. He took a shower. He's got Wowza. CO on. It just happens from time to time. That that hyperhidrosis. I got it too. So sometimes I just wear a black yeah, sweatshirt. You know, there's mine right over there. Actually, we could have been matching today. Guy. Hey, there you go. All that being said. You never know what rabbit hole you're going to go down on the TTL She might pod. not even have the volume on and just look up at the TV and sees me being a dumbass. And I've got it. All that being said, my friends, <laughs> that's all I got. I've checked the agenda. You got my motivation minutes. You got the insights analysis, the trends for week four. We you got trolls coming in, crashing our party. We got trolls party, coming in trying to crash the party, but they ain't crashing the party. You stupid <laughs> son of a bitch. All that being said, my friends, I think that's the last all that's being said moment of the day. Yes, it is. All right, my friends. Remember, Wise Words, episode number four, dropping in 25 short minutes. Enough time here to go relieve yourselves, do your duties, get you a little bit of lunch Ola, and lock back in for your Wednesday dose of Wise Words. But for now ladies and gentlemen degenerates gamblers fans of the nfl shield fantasy football players didn't catch me today anybody who might have tuned into this nfl week four look ahead who we have not seen before stopped on by or didn't mention far and wide from myself and mags thank you so 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 much choosing to stop by the Talking the Line podcast today. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate it from the bottom of our hearts. We see you guys out there. We know who you are, the TTL faithful, and uh, we are only going to continue to grow this bigger and better for each and every one of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you. We cannot tell you how much we appreciate it. I seriously cannot stress that enough. So we are only going to make this thing keep churning, Mm -hmm. keep chugging, more rocket fuel in the system and keep shooting towards the moon. However, make sure you hit that notification bell so you come around the bend for tomorrow's show, Thursday night football, best bets, maybe a little college football, everything in between. Lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down, everything you need to say so you can meet us at the pay window and say right alongside with us at the end of every show, we hope you have a spectacular rest of your wednesday unless you have any other plans let's cash some tickets